Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the fans, to the aspiring pro wrestler, and to everybody in between. This is the Manifest Wrestling Podcast, and I am your host, Alfonso McCree Jr. That's A-L-P-H-O-N-S-O-M-C-C-R-E-E Jr. And you can bet on me, and you can bet on the Believe Network, bringing you this podcast at least twice a week let me talk to you yeah i have a lot i gotta say in this episode now listen this is the friday night smackdown review episode okay but things are gonna be a little bit different today when we come back from the commercial break we'll still have our three count and we'll really talk about what i took away from smackdown but to start this off i gotta share something with you guys and it's really something that you know when you get those when you get those urges or those, you know, those intuitive feelings to say something that needs to be said, you got to say it. And this is that episode. This is, I believe, the most important episode of the Manifest Wrestling Podcast that will ever exist because today is a turning point. This episode marks the birth of something new. Um, something that I feel like I owe to the audience that is tuning in to watch me and to listen to me and to give me their time and their energy and comment on my, my stuff on social media, share my stuff. You know, I think you deserve to hear the real, the absolute real, the unfiltered real. And I want to start this episode off with a sincere apology. Now, what am I apologizing for? You know, you guys might be thinking, he hasn't done or said anything wrong. Like, what is he apologizing for? Well, I will tell you. That's kind of the problem. I haven't done or said anything wrong. Which means I'm not taking enough risks. And I've always considered myself to be a risk taker. Somebody who bets on themselves. That's why it's in the tagline, you can bet on me. I'm a safe bet because why? I'm always going to take a good risk and I'm always going to come through on it. And... What I have been holding back from my audience, I feel, is the actual raw truth about how I feel about different things, different topics, and I will tell you why. I believe that my journey has led me to basically building my own from the ground up. And before I couldn't see that. And, you know, before uh, before I really get into all of this, because it's a lot to unpack. But before I get into all of it, I just want to be clear. I don't want to come off as bitter, upset. Um, I don't want to come off as, you know, trying to burn bridges or anything like that. That is not my intention with this episode. But this is my brand now. This is my baby. Manifest Wrestling is where Alfonso McCree Jr. comes to express himself in the fullest that he can express himself. And if I'm not doing that, then I'm doing a disservice to my audience. And I won't be doing that anymore. So, for those of you who don't know, those of you who might be tuning into the podcast for the first time, those of you who might have been watching or listening to the podcast for, you know, since the beginning... If you don't know, again, my name's Alfonso. Hi. I am a graduate of Full Sail University's Dan Patrick School of Sportscasting. 
excellent program, put me in a great position today to be able to bring this podcast to you. And it also at one point put me in a great position to potentially work for WWE. Ooh. Now, you know, you might have heard some people say things like that before, right? Like, oh, you know, I almost got my dream job, but they didn't really come that close. Oh, no, I came very, very close. Very close, but not close at all. And I won't name any names because, honestly, my contact at WWE, I'm still very cool with. They have always done right by me. They have tried their best to put me in a position to be able to you know, secure that career. But ultimately, the decision is not up to them. It's up to a big group of people, and it takes a long time, longer than I have to wait around, right? I was brought in uh, for, it was almost like a special guest uh, kind of treatment that I was given uh, back at NXT Worlds Collide back in uh, 2022, so last year, actually around this time. So, and that that's what I find so funny about this episode. It's been, you know, one more trip around the sun, and um, a lot of things, a lot of things are uh, are happening or popping up. September is usually a pretty big time for me annually. It never fails, never fails. Um, but around this time, this is when uh, I was brought in for you know, that special guest treatment. And then I was told I was going to get an audition. And because I was told I was going to get an audition, I kind of put a lot of other stuff on the back burner. Like, why would you accept a job anywhere else if you have this potential WWE audition waiting in the wings? Right? You don't want to you don't want to go into something, sign something somewhere else, and then all of a sudden they come calling and you can't take it. That's that's my dream job, right? Or at least I thought it was. What I have unfortunately learned about WWE, and again, this isn't to slander the company. This is just the reality of my experience and honestly the reality of other people's experiences, and they're probably not expressing it. And that's okay. Um, I'm no longer afraid to do so because of the revelations that I've had this week. But I'll get to that part too. What I have learned about WWE is that they are a billion-dollar company that operates like a billion-dollar company. If you've ever worked somewhere that makes you feel like you're really family, and I'm not talking that BS pizza party crap, right? I'm talking like they care about what's going on with your wife, with your kids. Uh, They care about how you're doing mentally. They remember your name. They speak to you. They greet you. They give you a warm greeting every time they see you. That type of thing. Like the type of thing I have at my current job at Catapult Sports in Maitland, Florida. Shout out to them. They have treated me like family since day one. The type of relationship that I have with them, the type of environment that I have there when I go into the office is vastly different from what WWE provides. And what WWE provides is a corporate atmosphere where you will understand this thing can go on without you. And it will go on without you. It doesn't matter who you are. Because Hulk Hogan and Stone Cold Steve Austin and John Cena were pillars of this company that WWE sold tickets on the back of for decades. And yet, as they're not full-time anymore, and you know, two of them not even wrestling anymore, the company still goes on. The company still sells out stadiums worldwide. 
So obviously, one person is not going to make a big difference in this machine. And to be quite honest with you, I can accept that. I can accept that that's how they operate. My fandom for the company does not change based off of my experience. But the way I value myself is vastly different than the way WWE does. And I had to look in the mirror and accept that and accept the fact that because of that reality, if I wanted something better because I feel like I deserve something better, I feel like I deserve to feel like a valuable member of a team, somebody that's missed when they're not there, I had to step out, really get into this Manifest Wrestling podcast, and really create a brand here. And the first step to creating that brand is to sincerely apologize to my audience for holding back. The very first episode of this podcast, if you haven't heard it, go listen to it. It's called Welcome to Manifest Wrestling. I explained to you the vibe that I want this podcast to have. And everything I said in there was 100% true. I don't do the slander of wrestlers when it comes to what they have done in the ring, botches, things of that sort. Oh, they stuttered on the promo. No, I'm not going to roast them for that type of stuff. And I'm also not going to get into their personal lives unless they share it with us first. Like, there's there's certain lines that I will not cross as a person who respects this business, how hard it is to actually wrestle, and people's personal lives. Like, I wouldn't want my stuff all the way out on Front Street, you know, every time I have an issue at home or something. Like, that's just not, that's not fair. I don't believe in that. Oh, they're a celebrity, so it's, uh, no. There's, there's some human decency that we can still have as people who cover famous people. But <clears throat> I mentioned on that podcast that I wanted to keep things positive. I wanted things to be positive. And I have to be honest with you guys, behind that positivity was two things. Number one, sincere desire to remain positive and create a welcoming atmosphere you know, with this Manifest Wrestling podcast. But the other half of that was fear. Fear of saying the wrong thing, burning the wrong bridge, somebody hearing me say something critical about their product or about them, and me losing out on opportunities. That's what I was afraid of. And, um, you know, to be completely honest with you, this week, there was a supermoon. Uh, for those of you who don't know what the supermoon is, it's a very, very powerful time of manifestation. And as you can see by the title of this podcast and by the logo, I sincerely believe in manifestation and working with the universe and things of that nature. So the supermoon brought a lot of revelations to myself and a lot of people that I know. You know, I was on the phone with my boy Titus, who, uh, you know, used to live down here. He's a graduate of the Dan Patrick School as well. He had to move back up to New York City for some reasons. And I was like, you know what? Something, something's telling me you're up there for a reason. Like, there's, there's a reason for this. It's not for no reason. Like, there's something going on here. And we started talking. We started talking. And all of a sudden, the gears started turning. And by the end of our conversation, he had a whole new podcast idea that is brilliant and that no one else is doing. That type of stuff really only happens on the Supermoon. For me, what happened 
was a four-step plan, or I should say a four-part plan, of what I plan to do with this Manifest Wrestling brand. And no, unfortunately, I will not be sharing it on this podcast. I've learned the hard way in the past to keep my mouth shut when it's when it comes to sharing my dreams, my ideas, my goals, because negative energy is a thing, and you don't want that infecting your vision, your dreams, all of that stuff. You want to keep that stuff safeguarded, and that is what I am doing with this idea. But just know, I have dreams and visions for this brand that go beyond simply having a podcast. We're taking this thing all the way. And when I came to that realization, I realized as much as I love WWE and I love them, they have saved me from myself so many times. They have no idea. Like there is nothing, there's nothing that can make me hate this company. Nothing. So when I share my experiences working at the company in NXT, don't think I'm trying to slander the company. Everybody there is super nice. Everybody there is super professional. It's just the way that they operate. They they produce live television. And so when they produce live television, that comes with a certain environment. And unfortunately, that environment is just not for me because I don't like to think of myself as a number I like to think of myself as a big deal, somebody who's put on this earth for a big purpose. And if I don't feel like I'm being treated in that light, I have to leave. I have to depart or else I'm going to start feeling bad about myself. And I don't deserve that. So this this brand, this Manifest Wrestling brand, it's more than a podcast now. This is becoming an entire community. And it's becoming something that is going to not only help people that want to get into this wrestling industry, but it's going to transform lives in ways that I can't reveal right now. Um, But, you know, when I say I'm a big dreamer, I am, but I'm also very practical. I'm very realistic. I'm very, you know, uh, I'm optimistic, but. There's also a healthy level of pessimism that you can have as an optimist. And I feel like I have that. Overall, I just feel like when I sit down and I make an idea and I like feel that intuitive click in my brain of like, oh, yeah, this is it. This is what I've been trying to figure out. This is the idea that I've been trying to pull out of my head. I always know for sure that. I'm on the right path with it because it doesn't happen to me that often. A lot of times I'll, I'll have a lot of ideas and I don't follow up on them, not because of laziness or because of non-believing myself, but because intuitively it doesn't feel right. This one, mm-hmm. this is the one. Those who need to know do know because they're the ones who are going to be with me, helping me build the brand. And you know what? I hope all of you are as well because If all of you are as well, listening to this podcast, supporting the podcast, supporting our new discord that we just created, Manifest Wrestling. Um, If you don't have the link, the link will now be provided in the description box of this podcast. Excuse me. And I will also uh, continue posting on the Instagram channel that I've created. We have a Facebook page now. We have a YouTube channel. We're doing everything. We're making sure 
We are everywhere. And as long as you guys stay here for the long run, you know, enjoy the show, contribute to us, give us your your questions, anything like that that you might have, any way that you can think of to contribute to the show, do that. Because when I tell you I'm somebody, and I can say this confidently, and this might be this might sound like the most cocky thing I say on this entire podcast episode, but be, to but to be quite frank, this new attitude that I'm taking, let's just say IDGAF. I really don't. I'm somebody you want to grab onto the coattails of. Because I'm driven in a way that not a lot of people are. I believe in myself in a way that not a lot of people believe in themselves. And I don't stop. I'm never going to stop. I've been knocked down a million times since I graduated. That was last September. This has been a very, very challenging year for me. But the one thing that I never did was quit. I always continued to look forward, press forward, try to find that new opportunity, take advantages, take advantage of the ones that I've that I've earned or I've been given. And here I am now with this foundation, this plan, this long term plan. The Manifest Wrestling brand is going to last forever. I'm telling you that right now. It will not die with me. That is how big I plan on taking this. If you don't believe me, that is perfectly fine. I've had many people not believe in me before. It doesn't bother me. I don't lose any sleep about it. What I will lose sleep about is if I stop believing in myself and I stop giving myself my best effort. That will never happen. Manifest Wrestling is the next big brand in professional wrestling. It's the next big brand in human impact. It's the next big brand in inspiration. This is a community now. This is more than a podcast. And it was able to become this way because I was able to cut the tie of expectation, cut the tie of disappointment. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm training to become a wrestler. How cool would it be to wrestle at WrestleMania, right? But I am not latching all of my hope onto that any longer. I'm not latching my approval of myself based on whether I get signed to World Wrestling Entertainment. Or any company, for that matter. I am forging my own path. And I want any of you that are listening to the sound of my voice right now to think about... Are there things, expectations of others that you're holding on to that are preventing you from really being your full self? Are there, I don't know, traditions that you don't necessarily resonate with? Are there religious religious beliefs that you don't necessarily resonate with? Are there simply things that you hide from the world, whether it be personality, ideology, lifestyle? Is there anything that you hide from the world that you don't want to hide from the world anymore? 
allow me to show you the first step of breaking that mold, of breaking those chains, of being who you want to be completely. Because guys, I have to tell you, yes, I believe in reincarnation, but there's only going to be one existence where I'm who I am right now. In my past life, I fought in World War I and died in a plane crash. That was the one existence that I'm ever going to have with that version of myself. This time around, I'm Alfonso McCree, Jr. And I have the opportunity to do something transformational with this existence. Forget the next one. Forget the last one. This is the one that I'm in right now. How can I maximize this? How, how could I ever maximize this if I'm not being who I completely am? am i can't maximize this life if i'm holding back parts of myself i can't maximize this life if i'm not giving everything that i know i have to give because i'm scared of what somebody else's reaction is going to be to it i can't do that anymore and that's why i speak so freely on this podcast about other things like my religious beliefs and spiritual beliefs and lifestyle and things like that but you know what i'm going to start opening that up to the world of professional wrestling as well so i sincerely apologize to my audience to those of you who have been listening to me sharing my stuff supporting the brand first of all i want to thank you for that but secondly i i again want to sincerely apologize to you guys for holding back. That's not happening anymore. From now on, we are doing things in the most transparent way possible. We are saying what's on our minds, speaking our truth, and letting it fly. If people don't like it, they can go listen to something else. They can go hire someone else. Because they were probably going to do that anyway. But this community here, the Manifest community, this is a real family. And family's honest with each other. Or at least they're supposed to be. When we come back from this break, it's time. It's time for the actual SmackDown review. And we're jumping straight into the three count today. We got three very, very important things heading into payback tomorrow that I would like to talk about. Don't go anywhere. This is the Manifest Wrestling Podcast. We will be right back. Welcome back to the Manifest Wrestling Podcast with your host. Yours truly, Alfonso McCree Jr., A-L-P-H-O-N-S-O-M-C-C-R-E-E Jr. And you can bet on me and the Believe Network because we're here and it's time. Oh, baby, it's time for the three count. Ding, ding, ding. 
So for count number one, Jimmy Uso made his return this week. He has new music, by the way. It's going to grow on me. But, you know, when new music comes out, you get, it's kind of hard to remember exactly how it went unless it's that much of a banger. It was good. It's good. It's good entrance music. It's good entrance music. But Jimmy came back full-blown heel, man. And he had himself a night. He was just he was just giving everybody attitude. So John Cena kicked off the show. We'll get to him in a second. But he kicked off the show and Jimmy Uso comes out, interrupts him. And he's like, you know, what are you doing here? Why are you here? And he's just fully healing it up and stuff. And Cena eventually says, you know, the wrong Uso quit. That, that really did not make Jimmy very happy. He goes for the super kick. Cena reverses it into an AA. Jimmy walks off upset. Then we come back, and Jimmy is backstage, and, you know, a stagehand or something like that ends up uh, kind of walking in front of him. He has a problem with that. He's like, D- do you know who I am? Get out of my way. I'm Jimmy Uso. Move. You know, he's just giving everybody attitude. And next thing you know, he's in Adam Pierce's office. Adam Pierce heard about that incident, so he's like, hey, you can't be treating our stagehands like that. Jimmy's like, that's all you wanted? All right, bye. And uh, but while he was in there, he ended up disrespecting Mia Yim of the OC. And uh, that would lead to something else later, which was AJ Styles confronting Jimmy Uso about his behavior. Uh, Styles pushing Jimmy Uso down backstage before being attacked by Solo. Now, Solo says, hey, you're not out of the bloodline until we say you're out of the bloodline. Oh, this is where. Your boy Alfonso gets confused. What in the world is going on? What do you what do you mean he's not out of the bloodline until you say he's out of the bloodline? Y'all literally said he was out of the bloodline weeks ago. Before Jay was officially out of the bloodline. Y'all y'all literally kicked Jimmy out. So what do you mean he's not out? Until you say he's out. You already said he was out. I, I'm, I'm confused. So, first of all, I can tell it's taken a little bit for Jimmy to get comfortable in this role. You know how you can tell, like, somebody's not a jerk in real life, so they struggle to, like, really play one just out of nowhere? Like, how do, how do I just act like a jerk, you know? Jimmy is that guy. You know, I know Jimmy has had his demons with his DUIs and stuff like that. That doesn't make you a terrible person, though. That doesn't make you have a bad personality. It just means, just means you might have a problem in a different area. And Jimmy doesn't come across at all like a mean person. He comes across as like a really nice person, like a goofball. And so is Jay, to be completely honest. But you can tell it's just it's weird for Jimmy when he's playing a heel on television and he has to talk. You know, mostly when they did the Bloodline storyline, he was he was really the one that wasn't talking. Like, of course, Solo, like, was really almost never saying anything. But Jimmy was, like, right right next to him in, in terms of, like, words spoken. You know, it was mostly Roman, Paul Heyman, Sami Zayn, and Jey Uso that were doing most of the talking. Jimmy, a lot of the time, would stand in the background. He's really good with, like, his facial expressions and things like that. And they're all really good with, like, the off-the-mic promos. It's like when you put a mic in their hand, all of a sudden they kind of, like, just lose the ability to talk. All of them do it. I don't know if you guys have noticed. Jimmy, Jay, Roman, they all kind of stumble a little bit when they have the microphone in their hands. But they put that microphone down and they're just talking normally like normal people talk. Because, obviously, even I'm talking in, into a microphone, but I don't have it in my hand. 
I'm just sitting here talking and I'm able to use my hands and, you know, body language and stuff like that. It's like when they when they're able to do that, the words just flow so freely out of them. But when they pick up the mic, man, they just start stumbling and it's weird. It's weird. But it's just something I've noticed. It's just something I've noticed. Um, but it, Jimmy doesn't look 100% comfortable yet with the heel role. Hopefully he'll grow into that. We'll see what they end up doing with his character. Um, you know, obviously I think, I think we're definitely going to get the Usos match down the line. Don't know where. Um, hopefully it's at the Royal Rumble because I heard the Royal Rumble is supposed to be in Orlando. And if it's in Orlando, I'm going to be there. Heard it might be in Tampa as well. If it's in Tampa, I will be there as well. So hopefully it's in Central Florida. And hopefully the Usos are fighting on that show. Cool. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. Jimmy just looks a little bit uncomfortable. But then, you know, this whole thing is kind of starting a program between the OC and the bloodline. Which is different. So I'll I'll take that because it's not it's not recycled. It's a new rivalry that can start. AJ Styles is obviously still awesome. He has the new full beard, which makes him look so badass. And um you know, then you have uh Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson who are two very underrated talents. Um and the matches are gonna be good. You know, it's just I guess where does Mia Yim fit into it? Like, do they bring in? I don't know. That's, that's where it always gets tricky. There's been a few storylines like that, like when people are facing the Judgment Day and you think they're going to bring in, like, you know, a woman that could uh, handle Rhea, but it just doesn't happen. So maybe they'll do the same thing with Mia where they just, you know, they don't need to bring somebody in to fight her. It's just, you know, she's, she's there. She's part of the OC. No problem. So... You know, I, I don't know, I don't know what the future direction for the Jimmy Uso character could be. Um, you know, I texted my mentor and I was like, I was like, what do you think of this Jimmy stuff? Like, what do you mean he's back in the bloodline? Because at the very end of the night, he helped solo beat AJ Styles, and you know, he put up his one. You know, like like they used to do in the bloodline, and Solo and Paul are like what in the world and stuff, which was even weirder because I'm like, you guys just said he's not out of the bloodline until you say he is. So do you want him in or not? It's so weird. Like, what is going on? I don't know. (sighs) Anyway, count number two, John Cena. John Cena. What are they going to do with you while you're here? Now, he's going to be on SmackDown every week for a few months. I think maybe a couple of months, two or th- two or three months, something like that, uh, while this SAG-AFTRA strike is going on out in California and around the world. John Cena cannot act. He cannot be in movies right now. So he has time for World Wrestling Entertainment, his home, which somebody tried to criticize him uh, for going back to, by the way. You know what we say to that? Shut up. Deal with it. It's John Cena. You can do whatever he wants. But I digress. My point is that 
what program will they build with John Cena? Now, he had some interaction with Grayson Waller at Money in the Bank, if you guys remember. They could always go in that direction. But John Cena's been losing a lot lately. Like, every match that he comes back for, he loses. And I understand you want to give the young talent the rub and everything like that. But, like, maybe start a program with somebody where, I don't know, Cena gets the first win, and then maybe he loses the next two or something like that, you know? Just... But, like, you don't want to – obviously, Cena's too decorated and too much of a superstar, and he's already a GOAT. So you you aren't really going to ruin his credibility no matter how many matches he loses at this point. But just for predictability's sake, right, we don't want to put him in a match and be like, oh, yeah, he's going against this young guy who clearly needs this win. Yeah, obviously the young guy is going to go over. Like, that's that's what Cena likes to do at this point in his career. He likes to give back to the business. But I think in order to give back to the business, sometimes you got to take a little bit, right? And you have to, uh, you know, get another win to establish the storyline, some credibility, and to eliminate predictability. And I hope that's the direction that they go in with this. But he will also be... The guest host, well, not guest host, the official host of Payback, WWE Payback. And that brings me to count number three. It's the Payback Watch Party, guys. All right. I have been thinking about doing this for a couple of weeks now, and we're pulling the trigger on it, man. We are pulling the trigger on it. We are going to be doing a watch party live on Twitch. That's right. We're going to Twitch, okay? Um, we'll see which one does better. This one's going to be on Twitch. I'll probably do the next one on YouTube and we'll see which one does better. Which, which one is more convenient for my audience, but I really enjoy Twitch. I enjoy Twitch's mechanics and, uh, I want to bring the watch party to Twitch. So that's going to be tomorrow night at about 7:45. We're going to get on the air and start chatting, start hanging out, start having a good time and, uh, just come vibe just come vibe watch the show if you guys are going to be watching the show anyway just pull me up on your phones and get in that chat section and let's just talk about the show as it's happening um you know this this will be the first time that i'm doing this but it's not the first time i've seen this you know i've i've seen it from some of my other favorite youtubers like uh what culture cultaholic uh they've done stuff like that before and uh, it's always a really, really good time. Now, they have a lot more subscribers and a lot more followers at this point, right? But like I said in the first half of this show, we are building a brand. We are building a community here. Manifest Wrestling will be timeless. Timeless. This thing will outlive me. And in order for it to do that, we've got to start growing. We've got to start somewhere. So I don't care if it's one of you. I don't care if it's two of you. Five, ten, twenty. I don't care. We're going to have a great time. I'm going to be there regardless. And this is going to be what looks like a fun show based on the card. You know, LA Knight versus The Miz. The Still, Sti- Still City Street Fight. You know, see, I'm a Uso with a microphone right now. Just stumbling and bumbling over my words. The Still City Street Fight with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens versus The Judgment Day. We have the Grayson Waller effect with guest Cody Rhodes. We have Austin Theory taking on Rey Mysterio for the United States Championship. Shinsuke Nakamura versus Seth Rollins for the World Heavyweight Championship. We have Raquel Rodriguez versus Rhea Ripley for the 
Women's World Championship. And, uh, you know, it's in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is typically a good crowd. So hopefully uh, hopefully that goes well. Um, and I know this is a wrestling podcast, but I just have to say this. I have to say this. I am so glad football season is back. So glad. So glad. But the one part I am not glad about. I'm going to have to choose between football and Monday Night Raw. And I hate that so much. (laughs) Luckily, I have three monitors in here. One I'm looking at right now, one to my left, and one to my right. I can easily just put one of them on each one and uh, hopefully try to multitask in my brain and watch everything. That's coming up in a couple of weeks or about like eh, 10 days, nine days, something like that. Oh, man, this is getting this is getting real. It's getting very real. But anyway, look, guys, again, I want to thank you guys for joining me on the Manifest Wrestling Podcast. Your support means absolutely everything to this brand, to this community. And I really, really appreciate any support that you guys give. And I appreciate your feedback. So if you have any of that for me, let me know. Let me know. We are working to get better, right? And we want to build this thing together, like I said. Uh, But I vow, I promise, and I pledge to you guys to be very transparent and very open and honest about my opinions and thoughts on different topics as we move forward. And that means different things that you read on the dirt sheets too. I tried to stay away from those initially, but there's a lot of stuff that I could possibly be talking about and giving my opinion on, like all this CM Punk drama that you keep hearing about. These are different things that I could be touching on. And uh, I think think I'm going to work on touching on those things, making episodes specifically for that stuff. Um, So, you know, that's uh, definitely something I'll be doing in the future. Definitely something I'll be doing in the future. Um, yeah, I think it, I think it's really important, honestly, for the brand going forward if we discuss those things. Those are the controversial topics. Everybody loves a controversial topic, right? Right, exactly. Well, this has been the Manifest Wrestling Podcast. I've been your host, Alfonso McCree Jr. That's A-L-P-H-O-N-S-O-M-C-C-R-E-E. Junior, you can bet on me and the Believe Network. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. You guys already know what I want you to do. Stay safe, stay blessed, and I will see you guys in the next episode. Peace.